Blog Talk Radio. Show on Appleseed Radio. The Rifleman Radio Show is brought to you by the Appleseed Program, which is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association, whose duty it is to honor the men and women who stood together on April 19, 1775, by remembering them. And how do we teach, how do we do that? We teach you fundamentals of rifle marksmanship class, a two-day rifle marksmanship clinic. The absolute best value, the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship uh, classes in the nation right now. <clears throat> and during the course of the event, we'll tell you about those who came before you. We'll tell you about how this nation began the birth of this nation on April 19, 1775 at Lexington Green at the North Bridge in Concord and along Battle Road back to Boston where the siege of Boston began eight long bloody years of the American Revolutionary War. The American Revolutionary War ended after eight years but the American Revolution was never meant to end. The American Revolution was meant to be a constantly expanding uh, program of freedoms and liberties for the individuals and for the collective uh, Americans. So, 
the purpose of the program is uh, of the Appleseed program is it's kind of like building a a huge Paul Revere machine. Uh, You know how Paul Revere made his ride on the night of April 18, 1775. He started out uh, alerting the folks and the townships along the way, not not by himself, not as the, the solitary rider and hero of the evening, but as part of a collective effort. What he did was he awakened the key folks in each of the townships that he passed through. They, in turn, awakened the folks in their towns. They sent out riders to alert other towns, spreading out from uh, Revere's route uh, what would be comparable today to a huge phone tree. <clears throat> That's what Appleseed does. We get folks to come to the programs. We get them to understand that they have a sacred obligation to their nation, that they have a duty uh, to their nation to be constantly vigilant, to be constantly uh, involved in safeguarding the freedoms and liberties that the founders left to us. And once they do that, the next step is for them to pass that information on in the same way that the auxiliary riders left the route that Paul Revere went on and went to the surrounding towns. That's what the Appleseed Program does. It teaches folks how to become the masters of their rifles. And rifle marksmanship is something that we can share with the founders. It's something that we can trace directly back to them. is a heritage of rifle marksmanship. It is a constitutional right. We can trace that directly back to the founders. And then... While we're doing that, while you're having just the, the best time in your life, learning how to uh, shoot your rifle uh, correctly and safely, you get to hear of some history about those men who came before you. You get to hear about your place in the scheme of things, about what your obligations, what your duties are uh, to the nation. <clears throat> and that's what we do. Every weekend of the year, there's not a single weekend that we don't cover. Every weekend of the year, somewhere across the nation, coast to coast, border to border, you will see an Appleseed event in progress. All right. Tonight's discussion, we have several things that we're, we're coming right up on. One of the things is the third strike portion of the virtual muster night. This is our third opportunity to get everybody online at once, uh, to grab the uh, valuable information uh, that you can see uh, on the screens, on the computer screens, on the forum at that time. The forum is great for some things. I'm not sure what they are because I haven't found them yet. But it is absolutely horrible for the majority of things. One of the things is uh, getting the proper information at the right time. And this is one of those nights when uh, we're going to make it easy on you. Uh, Everybody can get lined up, get in front of the computer screen, and sign into your your state boards and watch the information scroll across the screen in front of you. We'll be putting it out right then, right there, for everybody to see. This is going to butt up. This will be the last uh, chance 
that we have to get together uh, before the 17th and 18th weekends. So we would really like to get everybody on at once in order to make sure that you're getting that last-minute information you need, uh, checking in with folks, uh, making sure that you're uh, that any of the details that you need uh, can get worked out there because this will just be just the uh, uh, four days before the 17th and 18th event. And we would like you guys to uh, come on. Uh, we'd like folks to uh, to start revving their engines and getting prepared for the 17th and 18th weekends. <clears throat> and there are a lot of those weekends, okay, Let's go through a list of them real quick. And I love reading the list because this is this one day apple seed event is one one I mean uh, one weekend apple seed is twice the number of events that we did the first year. One day in one day this year, two weeks from now, we're going to do twice the number of events that we did during the whole year the first year. Wow. I mean, that is very exciting. Okay. We'll start off with uh, Almonds, Pennsylvania. And these are all 17th, 18th weekends. Almonds, Pennsylvania. Uh, Let's see. Let me back up just a minute because I don't want to give short shrift Uh, to the events leading up to that, okay, because we do have uh, four events leading up to it. That begins on the April 3rd and 4th weekend, and that's in uh, Bates City, Missouri, Lewiston, Idaho. Both of those are the April 3rd and 4th. Then Crittenden, Kentucky, and Las Cruces, New Mexico. Both of those are April 10th and 11th weekends. So we have four events leading up into the April 17th and 18th weekend. Once we start that uh, weekend, we'll be starting off with Almonds, Pennsylvania, Alton, Illinois, Athens, Ohio, Beckley, West Virginia, Bennington, Vermont, Bonfield, Illinois, Bottineau, North Dakota, Boulder City, Nevada, Brighton, Colorado, Broken Bow, Nebraska, Buckingham, Virginia, Burlington Flats, New York, Calverton, New York, Canton, Mississippi, Carrollton, Kentucky, Castle Rock, Washington, Castro Valley, California, Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, Cloverdale, Indiana, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, College Station, Texas, uh, Columbia, Maine, Columbiana, Alabama, Corona, California, Corpus Christi, Texas, Custer, South Dakota, Dalton, New Hampshire, Davila, Texas, Duluth, Minnesota, Durand, Illinois, Elbridge, New York, Elk River, Minnesota, Eureka, Kansas, Eureka, California, Evansville, Indiana, Fenton, Michigan, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Fountain, Colorado, Fredericksburg, Texas, Gainesville, Florida, Grandfield, Oklahoma, Gunnison, Colorado, Hartford, Connecticut, Harvard, Maine, Hernando County, Florida, Holderness, New Hampshire, Hubertus, Wisconsin, Kimmermere, Wyoming, Kingsport, Tennessee, Knob Creek, Kentucky, 
Lemoore, California, Louisville, Tennessee, Lodi, Wisconsin, Manchester, Tennessee, Manham, Manheim, Pennsylvania, Maynardville, Tennessee, Miamisburg, Ohio, Middlebury, Vermont, Midland, Texas, Montrose, Iowa, Mayaka City, Florida, Nashville, Indiana, New Brennan, New York, New Philadelphia, Ohio, North Little Rock, Arkansas, Osage Beach, Missouri, Payson, Arizona, Pelham, New Hampshire, Peterborough, New Hampshire, uh, Piru, California, Perrier, Tennessee, Ramsar, North Carolina, Raton, New Mexico, Red Bluff, California, Ridgecrest, California, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, Rochester, Minnesota, Roswell, New Mexico, Sacramento, California, St. Augustine, Florida, San Luis Obispo, California, Santa Barbara, California, Sarasota, Saratoga Springs, New York, Sherburne, Louisiana, Sierra Vista, Arizona, Spooner, Wisconsin, Stinson, West Virginia, Suwamico, Wisconsin, Three Forks, Montana, Vienna, Ohio, Vienna, Virginia Beach, Virginia, Wabash, Indiana, Washburn, Missouri, Waterman, Illinois, Weatherby, Montana, uh, Missouri, Williamstown, Missouri, Winslow, New Jersey, Yanceyville, North Carolina. Wow. That's, uh, that's a lot of events. Uh, I'm telling you that uh, I, I'm just amazed that uh, you think about that, about how we're going to do twice the number of events in one day that we did the beginning year. Now, you want something that's really going to blow your mind? You think about, uh, you think about in just a couple of years when we're doing uh, 100 events every weekend of the year. Yeah. Yeah, you want something to uh you want them to send shockwaves back and forth and you think about that. Because it's coming. Over 100 events per weekend every weekend of the year. So uh I guess you guys need to uh, get working to make sure that you have uh, each and every one of each and every one of you listening now are uh, are going to be at the top of the pyramid. Each and every one of you folks listening now, uh, by the time we get to that point, you're going to be a grizzled veteran, and uh, and you should have uh, a full crew of. uh, a couple of hundred folks underneath you. And that's going to be your job, is uh, recruiting those folks to take your place. You know, we used to joke about <coughs> about the, uh, the real goal of each and every person at Appleseed, once they had gotten off the couch and gotten involved, that their new mission was to work their way back to the couch. And the only way to do that is to get someone to replace you. And uh, the only way you can get somebody to replace you is uh, by finding somebody who can do your job and their job and then all the jobs of all the minions under them. 
So you should be working continuously with that goal in mind of getting back to the couch. But in order to do that, the nation has to be saved. It has to be, uh, it has to be maintained. The freedoms and liberties have to be safeguarded. So there's a lot of work to do before you can get back to the couch. But if you don't start now, that couch is going to be uh, very old and dusty by the time you get back to it. So, the third edition of the Virtual Muster Night will be the Tuesday prior to the 17th and 18th events. Tekris, can you make sure that you're following along on this in the uh, in the online chat room and making sure that uh, that folks are getting the uh, getting the information uh, online there on, on the online chat, getting the information there for the dates, and then uh, <clears throat> if you can uh, while you're there, post uh, some of the hot links into the online chat. Uh, so that people can, I don't know if you can, if you can click right out of uh, the online chat or not. If not, you can just cut and paste into your web browser. But uh, TechRits, if you'll post some of the uh, the addresses, some of the URLs for the uh, links back to the forum, to the things that we need for the third strike, uh, information about it. And then, guys, make sure you put it on your calendar. And now uh, we had a really, really great. Uh, very first night of the virtual muster. Uh, the second night, uh, once again, it was a great night, but we would like, uh, but we didn't beat our initial muster. Now, on the third strike of it, that's what we'd like to do. We would like to go ahead and make sure that on the third strike of the virtual muster night, that we really, we really give the first night a whopping. That we get as many people uh, online at once as possible. And what we'll probably do is, <clears throat> is ask you guys to, you, you can come on at any time, but the, uh, the software only records the most as the most people online at one time. Not the most people that logged on consecutively uh, during the night, but the most people on at one time. And uh, I imagine that we will... Uh, Imagine we will have that time as the middle uh, of the evening so that the East Coast and the West Coast folks can be on at the same time. I know that we have the radio shows goes from 7 to 9, but we had to pick a, a, you know, a good central time for it because uh, the central time is 7, the East Coast time is 8, the West Coast time is 5. So that means that... Uh, a lot of the California folks aren't even home uh, at five o'clock. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I know that the California highways, a lot of them are choked uh, around the cities and stuff. Uh, but I've been on a lot of other California highways that didn't have anybody on them. So, uh, but still, it's going to be a hard, uh, a hard run to make it home by five and get logged on. So, imagine we'll take. We want to try and make sure that everybody uh, hits the counter time at, say, 8 o'clock Central. That would be 6 o'clock on the West Coast and uh, 9 o'clock 
on the East Coast, and that way it would give everyone a chance to to be home, settled in, and online at the same time without uh, without it being past the East Coast bedtime, without it being uh, uh, without the count being taken while the Californians uh, are still on the highways. Okay, Tech is going to uh, post some of the addresses, etc., for the uh, uh, for the virtual muster night information. And then what we'd also like to do is uh, start is, and I'll tell you, uh, I can't post into the into the online chat while I'm talking. But what we'll do is, if you guys will start checking the how to promote Appleseed thread, and I will start posting the uh, the ABCs the the steps one, two, three on how to to do a lot of the promotions and to make sure that this next two weeks, which is the final push for the promotions for the April 17th and 18th weekend, we need you guys uh, to click on the turbo power and really, really give it a big push now. Uh, we're close enough uh, that uh, that that we need everybody uh, to turn on their their high power to try and get uh, uh, the last two week push for information out to everybody uh, to get them to the events. Uh, the only way to double in size every year is to get uh, as many people as we have within the ranks, get as many people as we have within the ranks to show up again the next year. And the best way to do that is the ultra-secret uh, low-tech method of every single person who comes to an apple seed, whether you're an instructor, uh, you're just attending one, you're, uh, you're on IIT, uh, whatever it is. Uh, everyone should know that each and every one of you uh, has been uh, invested with the power of the uh, apple seed Promotions Ambassador, all right? And each and every one of you, if each and every one of you just bring uh, three or four people to the event, it doesn't even have to be this coming weekend. That would be a great, uh, a great idea. But if each and every one of you, us, just bring three or four people, let's say, let's say five people, if each and every one of us manages to bring five people uh, to the event, then we have 25,000 people that come this year. All right? 25,000 folks that we get signed up. Now, each and every one of them will bring five people this next year, 125,000 people. That's how we're doing this. That's how we've been doing this. And that's how we're going to continue to do this. Nothing gets somebody uh, to an event quicker or better or more assuredly than hearing the words right from the out of the mouth of the horse uh, that how you went to the event, how you're returning to the event, because it was a worthwhile event. It was worth your time to attend it. Uh, how the people you met there were the absolute best folks in the nation, the cream of the crop, the best America has to offer. 
how you learn more about uh, how to correctly, how to properly and safely fire your rifle uh, in those two days than you did in the last uh, uh, 15 years, 25 years, 50 years, 70 years of your life. How you had the best time in the world listening to the stories of the men and women who founded the nation, who stood together in ranks, who sacrificed their fortunes, their property, sometimes even their lives, so that we could have this nation, so that you could have what you have today, and so that you would never have to do that again. Listen, folks, if you remember just a while back when I was uh, talking to Dr. Fisher, and I told him that I'd read something in his book that I, I, I had known or I'd thought about for years and years, and yet I'd never heard anybody really ever talk about it before. <clears throat> that was how when two, groups, uh, when two groups of people, two nations, etc., when they start heading toward a problem, when they seem to be on a geometric collision course, how at a certain point, it begins to become a foregone conclusion that there will be trouble. How at some point, both sides uh, take up the belief that there's no other alternative than a conflict, than an armed conflict. Listen, I want to tell you how often I hear people talking about it nowadays how mainstream the talk of armed conflict is. I want to tell you another thing, too, that goes right with that. No matter how romantic it might seem, how fulfilling it might seem to take arms against your oppressors, I want to tell you that the reality is a lot different than the perception of it. It's a lot different. There's nothing romantic, there's nothing glorious about it. You want to find out uh you want to find out some of the things that can happen. Go to the VA hospital. And some of the guys coming back from uh, Iraq with uh with no arms, no legs, no face, no memory. Ask some of the thousands of dead. This is something that we want to avoid at all costs. Watching your house burn down with your family members inside, women, children who've done nothing. You don't want to see something like that happening. And I'm telling you that unless you get on the ball, that that is a possible future outcome of events. Now, I'm not telling you this uh, because I want to try and scare people. You know what? Yeah, I am. I, I do want to scare you. I want to scare you into realizing that the the time for action uh, is now. The the time for action is right now. 
uh, I read the blogs uh, of folks when I have time. Uh, I get emails all the time. Uh, I had someone send me a mainstream uh, video now. There's a video on YouTube. And it's mainstream. It's considered mainstream. And the subject is uh, taking up arms uh, to safeguard the freedoms and liberties. That should be very scary to you. While I myself am a patriot, while while I am sure I would do whatever was necessary to safeguard the freedoms and liberties of this nation, I can tell you that the very last thing I want to see is my house burning down or somebody hurting my my family. If things don't get fixed soon, that may be a future uh, possibility. I don't want that to happen. You don't want that to happen. Believe me, you do not want that to happen. That's why the Appleseed Program is running. That's why we treat it not like a hobby. We treat it as a sacred obligation, as a duty. Uh, that's why Fred used to get on the forum and uh, and rant and rave and uh, beat people with sticks. Because it's a serious thing. How serious? Uh, nobody can say for sure, uh, other than we know how serious it can be. We know how serious it can be. Uh, read the occupation of uh, New England, of New Jersey, by house troops. Read what happened then. Read what. Read about the any of the civil wars that America has had. About uh, the American Revolution, or the uh, the Second American Revolution, the Second Civil War between the North and the South. Read about both of those events. Let me tell you, there was nothing glorious in it. There was nothing romantic in it. It was a, a living nightmare of hellish proportions. That's why we're doing this, to prevent that. When I talk about heading off the uh, train at the crossing, that's what I'm talking about, is trying to make sure uh, that we beat that train across the track, and then we stop something like that from happening. How best to do that? Get the folks that are slumbering, that are sleeping through their lives. As the as Rome is burning around them, and they're fiddling on American Idol, we have to wake up these folks. We have to wake up the masses so they can understand, they can see what's happening around them. And listen, let me tell you right now, I'm not, ta- I'm not saying that America is lost. I'm not saying that we're on the path to revolution and we're on the path to a civil war. I'm saying it's one of many possible, uh, many possible outcomes. And the other ones uh, are almost as bad as that. 
living under uh, a socialist regime, and I'm not talking about any of the politics right now. I'm not getting into that. I'm just saying that if we were to be living under a socialist regime, it would be a nightmare. But if you think that something like that can't happen, go ask the folks that are still around who were German citizens in 1939. Uh, go to some of the, uh, go to Israel, or ask, uh, find some of the folks uh, in some of the Jewish communities. Look at their arms. You see the numbers tattooed there. That wasn't done by some third world nation. That was done by one of the most civilized and cultured nations on the planet at the time. If you think something like that can't happen, all you have to do is go to sleep. And when you wake up, it's going to be sitting right there, right biting right into your hiney. It's a duty. It's a sacred obligation of every American citizen to be constantly vigilant so that something like that can't happen. You've heard the saying over and over and over again that all that is necessary for evil to win is for good men to do nothing. And right now, a lot of good men, a lot of good men and a lot of good women are doing nothing. They're doing nothing. And the garden of evil is rapidly growing beyond control. Our nation has been running uh, like uh, almost on autopilot for the last 234 years. And that is certainly a wonderful testament to the, uh, to the designers of the documents. But just like any well-oiled machine, uh, it's in need of some tender, loving care and some maintenance. And that's what our duty is. Our duty is to be ready to provide that maintenance, right? To provide that tender, loving care to the nation. To be ready <clears throat> to scrub off the rust spots, uh, to crack on a new coat of paint. Uh, to oil the gears, to clean the carburetors, all the things that need to be done to make sure that the machine keeps running smoothly. Uh, yeah, I know I got uh, I got a little bit excited, but I'm telling you guys, everybody. You look at each major, uh, each major catastrophic event that has occurred in history uh, to whatever nation it was in. And I'll tell you exactly what the folks were thinking right before it happened. They were thinking, there's no way that can happen here. Huh. Maybe in some of those or one of those other countries, but it ain't happening here. No way that's going to happen. What the heck just happened? That's exactly what they were thinking. There's no way that can happen here. And yet it did. And bang, there went to 80 million lives. 
Bang, there went 20 million lives. Bang, there went uh, 40 million lives and uh, six decades of slavery. I'm telling you, it happens every single day uh, somewhere in the world. Okay, so back to promotions. Listen, uh, Aromatic uh, in the How to Promote Appleseed thread has been uh, posting his uh, his how-to methods for calling into radio shows. Okay, guys, the time to begin to calling radio shows uh, uh, has just reached uh, a higher level. We're within two weeks of the next event. We need you folks to begin uh, a really concerted effort of calling in to the radio shows. Now, Nick's done a great job on this, and he, is, and he, one person, has had a great amount of success. Go to the How to Promote Appleseed thread and look at his post on using the radio to call in. Uh, I'm going to tell you that there is, uh, I was just on Saturday morning, uh, on Saturday morning, I was driving into Houston. Uh, this has been a rough uh, three or four weeks for me. You know, we had the RBC, another apple seed, and then uh, now I'm trying to catch up on uh, on all the jobs that I keep moving back to do apple seed. Uh, and listen, while I'm on this real quick, I'm going to tell you, I don't have any uh, special magic apple seed powers which allow me to, to get away with... <clears throat> Uh, with doing Appleseed stuff uh, and have my work done for me or without repercussions, etc. I'm just like you. I've got, uh, I've got a, well, I've got two jobs now and sometimes three. <clears throat> I have uh, uh, work to do. I've got a family of, with uh, five young girls. I have uh, funerals and birthdays and school plays and church and on and on and on. I'm no different than you. I just, I feel this is so important that I, I moved it up to the head of the list. And, and I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong, and there could be no threat. But what if there is? What if there is? How am I going to justify to those kids how am I going to explain to them you know uh, uh, yeah I saw this coming but I, I really didn't think it was this going to be this bad I, I'm sorry I'm sorry girls I'm sorry how am I going to how am I going to justify that will any of my excuses or my apologies make it any better alright anyway on my way to the uh, the extra job I was doing on Saturday, uh, I was scanning through all of the AM radio stations just to find out what what is going on on Saturdays. And listen, I'm telling you, the there is no better time than now, right now, to get on talk radio. Uh, every single station, they're talking about the founders, they're talking about the Constitution, they're talking about April 19th. Uh, they're talking about freedoms and liberties, uh, the usurpation of rights, uh, 
Everybody's talking about it. They want to hear about it. So much so that even a uh, even a talk radio station that I was managing to hear all the way from San Antonio was on Saturday mornings uh, out of San Antonio. It's a car show. It's a show about uh, uh, you know fixing cars, taking care of cars, etc. Car talk or something. I don't remember the name of it now. <clears throat> but these guys spent a great deal of the program uh, talking about. Freedoms, liberties, constitution. I mean, everyone is talking about this. There's no better time to get through on the radio and talk to somebody than there is right now. I'm telling you, whoever's living in San Antonio that's listening to the show tonight, call up on Saturday morning. It's uh, you know, If you look at the, the uh the thread that uh, Nick, the aromatic, just posted on the online chat. If you look there, you'll find the listing of all the radio talk shows for wherever they are. You can go. You can ask for the radio stations in San Antonio. It'll give you a listing of all of them, what their what the name of the show is, what their format is, etc. And you can find this this talk show again. But I'm telling you, these guys were so pro uh, freedom and liberty. I guarantee you, you can call their show. You can get on their show. I think you have a couple of million people listening. You can get on their show, and they will give you the opportunity to talk about Appleseed. Matter of fact, I bet uh, I tried calling up the show, but uh, I've got Verizon still until my contract runs out with them. I couldn't get good enough service uh, to to justify sitting there waiting because I knew that they weren't going to let me talk. But I'm telling you, if you get on that show – you tell them about the Appleseed program, I bet that they will start pushing it on their own. And you know what? This isn't an isolated uh, radio show. And what I mean by that is that this isn't I'm – not, I'm saying that this show in San Antonio on Saturday morning about cars is not the only show that's willing to do that. Everybody – is concerned about the situation in America right now. Everyone is concerned about the loss of freedoms and liberties, about the loss of their constitutional rights. Everybody's willing to talk about it. One of the guys at uh, the last Appleseed here in Davila told me he heard about the event from a financial uh, radio talk show, uh, a show that just talked about finances. Right now is the time to do it. This is uh, the two weeks before the shoot, leading right up into the shoot. This is a time to go to the thread that Aromatic has posted on there and find a local radio station. Find several of them. Get the numbers. Write them down or put them program into your phone. And, I mean, do this like a job. Not, not haphazardly. Do this like a job. Write down the times the shows are going to be on. Write down the numbers. Uh, be listening to the radio show before you call in so that uh, you can uh, splice in the message you want to give along with the what they're talking about. They will get you on the radio show and then get the Appleseed <coughs> information out about the events on April 19, 1775, and about the, uh, the remembering and honoring we're going to do coast-to-coast, border-to-border, on the April 17th and 18th weekend in honor of April 19th this year, 
folks, it's easy. It's free. Uh, every single one of you guys are Appleseed uh, Promotions Ambassadors. You can do this. You can do this very, very easy. Okay. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to keep coming back to this during the show because it's very important. Radio is going to be one of the keys uh, to promoting this program. It's free. It's easy. Uh, you can get on the air in a matter of moments, and your voice will be listened to by thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of people. I'm telling you, to get a, to get a million people to hear Appleseed, that is a lot of handshaking and a lot of flyers. This is a lot better, a lot easier. You can do it uh, from the confines of your home, uh, in your pajamas, just like Scrappy does. Uh, you can call in. You can, uh, you're completely anonymous. No one's going to uh, criticize you. No one's going to throw rotten food at you. Nobody's going to shoot at you, bayonet you, force you to uh, wade up to your chest in ice-cold frozen rivers and then march uh, 25 miles over the next uh, 24 hours in order for you to get the message out. It's going to be very, very easy. Nobody's going to see your face. Nobody's going to know who you are. You're just going to be uh, so-and-so. You're going to be... Uh, you're going to be uh, scrappy from California. Uh, that's all you got to say. Nobody will even know uh, who you are. It, it, it's no different than calling up your buddy on the telephone and saying, Hey, <clears throat> uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to an event this weekend, and let me tell you what happened at it. I mean, listen, it was great. I was there last month. It was absolutely fantastic. I'm telling you, all the people who were there were, were top-notch. They were the nicest folks in the world. Uh, they even let me borrow a rifle, and uh, they gave me individual instruction. Uh, I learned more in those two days than I did in, in the, my whole life of shooting. I learned more in those two days. I heard stuff about the American history I'd never heard before. Uh, I, and when I was standing there on Sunday evening when they gave the benediction, when I was standing there at the very end of the show, and they told me how proud they were of me, my heart almost burst with pride. That's what you say. That's what you tell them. Because that's what it is. Okay. Please... Make use of the radio. It's free. If you need some experience, call in tonight. Uh, call in tonight, and I will put you on the uh, on the air, and you will see uh, how easy it is, how painless it is. You can call in on the radio show tonight. Uh, the The number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven. Nine zero. I'll put you on the air. You say a few words, and uh, and you'll see that you are still surviving afterwards. 
Okay. Uh, let's see. If one of you guys will post the the phone number, and then you guys start calling in, I'll start putting you in the air uh, as you come on. 347-308-8790. So start calling, and I'll get you on the air. You can get your uh, uh, radio speaking experience here, and uh, and you'll feel uh, more able to do it uh, anywhere else. And I'm telling you, it's very empowering also. Whenever you go to your, whenever you go to the Appleseed event that you're running, I'm talking about the shoot bosses, the instructors, etc. Actually, anyone there, but mainly the shoot bosses and the instructors. <clears throat> when they show up for the weekend, they go, "Hey, I heard you on the radio. That's why I'm here." You'll realize what an impact it makes. Hey, I heard you on the on the radio, and I'm here. I'm here because of what I heard you tell me on the radio. All right. <clears throat> Now, the next thing I want to tell you about is uh, is something I kind of took for granted, but uh, but I'm realizing that it's much more important and it's much more mainstream than I thought, and that is uh, the social networks. Now, I know a lot of you guys are on Facebook, etc., and uh, I want to ask that everybody starts making the push these next uh, uh, these next couple of weeks to uh, to get it out. Okay. All right, uh, Jules. As soon as I see your number come up on here, I'll put you on. I don't see it yet, but as soon as I see it, I'll put you on. <clears throat> uh, all right, and what I want to say is this. Uh, I have an account that I registered for on Twitter, and Twitter is a social networking uh, uh, kind of thing that uh, – uh, all right, okay, here, I'll, I'll, just a minute, guys. I'm going to go ahead and uh, – Jewel said that she is on a calling card, and uh, so I'm going to go ahead and bring her on the air because uh, I don't want her to use all the minutes up on that card because – she gets very scrappy when she gets uh, when she gets annoyed. <laughs> Jules, welcome to the show. <laughs> Do I have to change my forum name now? <laughs> this is Jules from California. <clears throat> Hi, Scout. Hey, how's it going? It is going very, very well, and I appreciate you getting me on. No, I'm just cheap, so I don't pay the uh, the local carrier here. I only uh, I only pay a, a calling card because like everybody has to call me. I won't call them. Right, and there's a there's a lot of good ways of doing that now. We have the the unlimited thing on our landlines, and I wish I could get rid of the landlines, but I can't because I don't get any service out here on my cell phone. So I've got to no, keep the landlines, and I've got to well, keep the cell phones. Change, so we don't get any any kind of reception on our uh, on our cell phone. But I like what you had to say about telling the history and. The last uh, apple seed shoot that we had a couple weeks ago here at Sac Valley, we had a well-oiled group. I mean, um, I think it would be uh, – my husband is passionate about apple seed history, and he would tell you so, but he's in laying down. He's sleeping through this whole thing. Um, But um, he's very passionate. 
And he told me what he does is that he personalizes it. And so when he reads about somebody uh, in the history that we're going to give, according to whatever strike you're going to do, um, he he chooses somebody in there and he tries to personalize it for himself. And uh, so I'm having to tell the history now because I want to get rid of this ugly orange hat. Anybody out there wearing an ugly orange hat, I, I apologize, but they make them <laughs> ugly on purpose, so you want to turn them into red hats. So That's it. That's right. And so um, I was given the second strike, and, you know, I was personalizing it, and before I knew it, I was getting choked up. And every single person that I had seen before getting up in front of us uh, was getting choked up. And every single person who gave history that weekend made me cry. I mean, to the point where after lunch, I had to go into one of the bathrooms and just blubber just to get it out. It was like, oh, my Lord, yes, you're filled with pride, but it really touches your heart when you're thinking about um, the mothers and the children, and you put yourself in that place of the mothers and the children. You know, you're preparing your husband to go off. You don't know if he's going to come back. You're the sole support of your family. You have to take care of the business and your kids, and they're sick. Your husband crawls up to your doorstep and he dies. I mean, the thing. Yeah, what's going to happen to you now? You know? Yeah. That, it, and, that, and it, that's and it, it. makes it real. And it I tell the instructors who get ready to tell the story. I said that emotion. You look yeah. at people and they get it. You know, I've I've been up there before and I've 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 read off of a you know piece of paper, um, but it's not the same. It, and and it's for me. I think it's better if you put yourself in there and you get the emotion out than get every single detail appropriate, you know? No, that, mean, that's, I, that's, that's, that's entirely correct. Whenever I tell the instructors, whenever I'm giving the, the classes or the lectures on telling the story, what I tell them is that there, for each of the strikes, there's an outline of what happened. But within that outline, there are hundreds of stories, hundreds of stories, uh, within that outline of what happened. What you do is you, you go through the stories, you research it, you go through the stories, and you find the ones that resonate in your heart, that resonate with you, the things that, that you read that, that strike a personal note with you. So that when you tell the story, that you're telling your story right. along with their story, that you're telling a story that you believe and that you that you have that you're passionate about because it could be you. It could have been you. It still could be me. It still right. could be. If we, if we, as California goes, so goes the nation. It still could be me. And so I, I never forget that. And that's why we're doing what we're doing here in California. Well, and you guys are doing a great job. Listen, are you on Twitter, Jules? I, I do not tweet. Um, you know, Craig Ferguson wanted me to tweet so he could get his uh, – his robot army, but uh, I I don't have the type of phone that 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 tweets. So no, I'm not. I am on Facebook and I do uh, put out a lot of uh, advertising on Facebook. I put my picture up there. I put pictures from the shoot. Um, I is that how you do your your internet work? Is off your phone? That's what I do. I do a lot of it okay. on Facebook. All right. Well, well let me just while while we're talking here, let me just tell you what. Uh, did, when did did he, you hear about this today? Uh, what? Or when was he talking to you about Twitter? Who? Craig Ferguson? He's a he's a comedian on late late night, and he oh oh got, okay. Oh, it, well, it's it's very silly, and, and well, if he got so many 
tweets he would have the guy from uh, Mythbusters build him a real robot, which he's yeah. going to do. But um, yeah. no, I'm not. Well, he, that's kind of that's kind of the program that that we want to do. Uh, <laughs> I have an account with uh, with Twitter, and it's for it was for the I got it just for the radio station, just so that I could put out information about the program and about upcoming shows on the radio, etc. <clears throat> but after a year now of of reading Twitter and looking at it, it's not really what it originally started out to be. At least it's well, it's different. You know, for for everybody that uses it, it's a different thing. If the, I'm limited to two sentences, I'm done. I mean, I can't say anything <laughs> in two sentences, Scout. Well, you you can. You can say. I can. You can say uh, uh, apple seed event at uh, uh, Piru, California, such and such date. Uh, find out more at appleseedinfo.org. And that, that that's the whole point of it. The reason I'm talking about it now is because <clears throat> if we can get the majority of the folks on Appleseed uh, who are members and stuff to open Twitter accounts. You don't have to do it like uh, a lot of the doofuses do. Uh, I'm feeding my dog. I'm combing my hair. I'm watching TV. Nobody cares about that. What we do care about is brand recognition, and that is the more people that say apple seed rifle marksmanship, the more people that the more people say it, the more people see it. And the thing is, a lot of times people have to see something. They have to see it 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 times before they'll ever click on a website. That's and true. There was a lady that I've known. I've been on a Yahoo group with her probably for the last 15 years, and she uh, lives in Sacramento, very close to here. And because of all the blasting that I've done on Facebook, she you know, wrote in and said, well, I'm interested, but I don't have a gun. And then another apple seeder said, well, you know what, Eileen, if you sign up, I bet you Jules will own your rifle. And I said, sure, I will. And she pre-registered. I mean, and I told her, you know, you can use my rifle, you can use my mat, I will, you know, you can buy ammo from me, you know, everything you need. And so it was, and I'd been hammering this for like the last nine months. So finally, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so that's what I'm talking about. The way Twitter works is this. You uh, you have an account, and then you you post stuff to your page, but you get other people to read it. And by the way you do that is, uh, you can just randomly go out there and you can do searches. You can do searches. First of all, you can connect with Appleseed Radio. And with the rest of the Appleseed folks, uh, we can have a network where we are all interlinked. So whenever one of us posts something, we all see it. We all read it. All right. Then you go out and you find people that, that you think are like-minded. I did searches for tea parties, for freedom, for liberty, for constitution, on and on. And you follow those people. Now, uh, out of every, say, every three or four people that you follow, that you click on their link to follow, uh, one or two of them will follow you just, just as a courtesy. So they'll follow you. That means now if you uh, follow uh, 500 people, then uh, probably 300, 300 or so of them are going to follow you back. Okay. Now every time you post something, it goes up onto their, uh, their page so that all the people that are following them read it. <clears throat> so in essence what will happen is you have a, uh, a great uh, resource multiplier. So one person posts something, and then uh, 500 people will see it on their page. And you post something every day about uh, the Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Program, 
and thousands and thousands of people keep seeing it, and they see it long enough, they're finally going to start understanding and responding to it. So is this, this is one of the ways that we want to get people to start, uh, want to start working on brand recognition for the program. Scout, is this something that you can do on the computer? This isn't something solely that you do on your telephone? Oh, no, no. It's computer-based. They just allow you to do it by My phone. My bad. Well, then I can do that. I thought it, yeah. was, it was strictly you do it on your little fancy telephone. And I have no, 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 just the opposite. You do it on your computer, but they, they have made it where you can also do it on the phone. Oh, well, then mm. I'll open a Twitter account. Yeah, so you can open a Twitter account. And also, let me tell you another thing, too, is that yeah. Twitter is, is a great backdoor for getting a hold of people that you would otherwise not have a good chance of getting a hold of. Uh, I have a huge number of people that uh, that normally I probably wouldn't have uh, been able to contact. I have uh, three or four dozen state and uh, United States senators. I have I even have Carl Rove. Uh, I have uh, Greg Abbott, the Attorney General Greg Abbott uh, for Texas. Uh, on and on, all the folks that uh, that you wouldn't normally think you would be able to talk to. You can start talking to them on Twitter. Uh, so sometimes you may not be talking to exactly to that person, but your information is getting to them. The more uh, of us, and there are thousands of us now in the Alpha C program, if we go out, we open the Twitter account, and we start talking about Apple C, and I don't mean spamming. I mean just talking about it in a polite, nice, polite way like you'd normally do on a forum, getting ready to go to an Apple Seed event. Looking forward to hearing about the story of April 19, 1775. You're right, uh, Jules. It's only 140 words. That's all. You, I mean, 140 characters. That's all you get. <laughs> but you can you can do two sentences, and it doesn't take you all day. You don't have to sit there and say, "What am I going to write? How am I going to figure this out?" You don't have to worry about this. You just write that one sentence, and you're done. Do another one a little bit later, and then all the rest of us that are connected together. You have your own followers. You have the people that are following you, and you have the people that you're following. But whenever you post something and all the rest of the apple seeders, we get it on our page. Now, what we do then is we click on it, and we do what they call retweet. That means all we're doing is sending what you sent to us. We're sending it out to the people that follow us. So now your message went from, say, the 300 folks that uh, – that follow you. It went out to them. The uh, say you got uh, 200 apple seeders who are also on your account and following you. Well, we get the message. Now we send it out. Each of us sends. We have one guy sending a message that goes out to 200 people. Those 200 people send the message out to another 200 times 200. And I'm telling you, it's like a huge wave that can wash across the Twitter. Twitter. Internet. And, well, and I'll find out about getting on Twitter. I'm going to get off the line here. Apparently, there's somebody in the 740 area code who wants to get on, and they're in queue. So I'm going to listen for the rest of this on the radio, Scout. Thank you, and okay. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Let me look back at the chat and see who's. Uh, let me see who is waiting. Uh, okay. I'm looking for the number she just said. It is. Okay. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, 
Okay. Sam, welcome to the show. How's it going, Scout? Good. <laughs> you know what I'm doing. Okay, I shut off the machinery now. Gritting my teeth, waiting waiting for the chainsaws and the chickens screaming <laughs> and the dogs barking. All the machinery shut off. All the geese are fed. <laughs> Good to speak with you, my brother. Do you have a Twitter account? No, I don't. Well, I'm a Facebook freak. You are you? Okay, I don't have one oh, yeah. yet, but I'll I'll try and get on it. But go ahead and open a Twitter account if you would. And listen, you don't have to be social on it. All you got to do is uh, is just hook up. Uh, I'll post this on the How to Promote Appleseed thread. Uh, I'll post my address and my uh, my account uh, name on there. So as soon as you guys come on, just uh, look for me and uh, click on Follow Appleseed Radio, and then I'll follow you back. And we'll start building the uh, we'll build start building the Twitter promotions network uh, for the program. Like I said, you don't have to uh, you don't have to talk about feeding your dog or anything else. You can just uh, you can just do just Appleseed stuff because that's all I do. I don't tell people I just took a shower or I'm just or I'm watching American Idol. Uh, all I do is I talk about Appleseed. I talk about uh, the nation, and it's also a good place to get. Uh, information. If you follow the type of folks that would be interested in Appleseed, the uh, Tea Party, the conservatives, the uh, uh, the patriots, the freedom and liberty people, and you can find those folks by doing a search. You just put in the word that you want to search for, and it'll bring up all of the uh, all of the folks by that name, etc. Uh, you can do the same thing with senators and congressmen. You just put that in, type up search, it'll come on there. You look at the uh, senators and congressmen you want to follow. You click on them and follow them, and uh, generally they will follow you back. That means that those senators and those congressmen will be getting the 140-character messages that you type out. <clears throat> and uh, and all you and also at the same time, uh, the, all of those people will be working at the same time in your favor, which means that uh, like whenever I log on and uh, look at my Twitter account, uh, it goes pretty fast, but there's uh, there's probably 20 or 30 folks that are on there. Every other one will have an address for breaking news, uh, such as, uh, let's see, uh, the they will give you the addresses for, uh, let's see, there's one guy, the New Federalist, Arizona Firearms Freedom Act passes both houses, and then they'll give the URL for it. Uh, let's see, on and on. Uh, the So you're getting information at the same time. You don't have to act on this, but I'm just telling you that if you want to, uh, if you want a good, quick way to get uh, thousands of bits of information without digging for it, all you have to do is follow the folks in, uh, in your same interests on Twitter, and they will, they'll read the all the different newspapers for you, and then they will post the addresses uh, for the different uh, uh, articles and stuff right there. So all you have to do is uh, you look on there, you click on one of the links, and you can read uh, the immediate uh, information from events going on all across the United States just uh, immediately there. Well, I'll give her a try, Scout. I haven't okay. tried no Twittering, but... We'll give her a roll. 
Well, if you do Facebook, then you got it, and this is ten times more simple than that. <clears throat> you don't have to. Uh, all you got to do is click on there, and you can be on Twitter and probably within five minutes. And then uh, you guys look for Appleseed Radio. That's uh, the same. It's written the same way as uh, as the URL for the uh, uh, for the Blog Talk Radio Show. Capital A, and then P P L E S E E D, capital R, and then A D I O. Appleseed Radio, one word. That is my Twitter account. Uh, you do that, and uh, and then follow me. Then I will follow you back. And we'll start beginning. We'll start building the Appleseed Twitter Promotions Network. We'll give her a roll. Okay, I'm gonna bring somebody else on with us. Uh, hold on just a second. Okay, area code four zero five two zero two. You're on the air. Hello, this is Oki Wino. Hey, Oki, how are you doing? I'm doing great, and you? Uh, I'm just, I'm just dandy. Well, we're just excited about the upcoming events and ready to get, get to it and get through it and go to the next one. Well, great. Uh, how are you guys doing with your promotions for the uh, for the Oklahoma events? Oh, so far we're doing very well. Okay, uh, we've been running fifty plus. So. Well, I mean, how how about uh, are you guys using uh, local radio stations to help you get the word out? Uh, we we have not. See if you can grab some of your guys uh, and ask them to look at the thread. The it's on how to promote apple seed on the forum, and it's started by Aromatic. <clears throat> get them to okay. look at that thread, <clears throat> and then go to the local radio stations for Oklahoma and uh, find some of the local talk radio stations and get them to start uh, calling in to those stations and getting the word out about the Appleseed program in Oklahoma. It's free, it's very easy to do, and uh, one call is usually worth a minimum of five to 10,000 flyers. So Great. that right there should be a huge incentive to doing it. Great. We'll get after that. Something I was not aware of. Was there anything else that we can do for you as far as uh, mm. for the promotions or anything you need that we can do? Um, just keep supplying us with the materials that we need, and we'll keep doing what we do. Okay. Where are you going to be on the 17th, 18th? I'm going to be at uh, Badlands at uh, Greenfield, Oklahoma. Right. Well, that sounds great. Uh, yeah, Grandfield is a really beautiful place to to uh, work from. Yeah, it it is actually beautiful in a strange way because it's uh, it's like uh, in the middle of nowhere and uh, out in the middle of uh, of nowhere. And now it looks like whenever you're looking at the the terrain, it looks like. Uh, you're just out in the middle of like a desert, flatlands, prairie. But the reality is, is that uh, with all the rolls and the uh, and the ravines and the stuff like that, you could uh, 
You can hide 25 uh, battalions uh, within a mile of that uh, of that uh, location. So, oh yeah, that's that's a great place though. Yeah, but it's a great place. They have uh, uh, great actual distance shooting out to a thousand meters, and uh, right. Sheriff, Sheriff Whittington is a great uh, he's a great host. He's a good he man. He sure is, and he's got great camping facilities. So we're just looking forward to it. Right, they've got the dorm there that uh, folks can pile into. Uh, how much right. do you I think it's only like uh, 15 or 20 Ten bucks. Ten bucks. Ten bucks a month. Oh, how yeah. could you get better than that? Now, it's oh. not, there's no fancy, uh, there's no fancy turn-down sheets or mints on the pillows. As a matter of fact, you're going to have to bring your own sleeping bag. All there is is a bed with a mattress on it. But, you know, there's a nice big day room, a kitchen, cable TV, uh, hot showers. Uh, so, and it's in a nice old... Uh, restored uh, two-story brick, uh, I believe it was like a grain, uh, I mean, a, well, some kind of, uh, just some kind of old building. But All right. uh, that's going to be a great location uh, for folks to be out on the April 17th and 18th weekend. Anything else you need to get out uh, while we got you on the air, Oki? Nope, I appreciate what you do. Well, I appreciate what you do. Listen, I'm not going to hang up. I'm just going to uh, mute the mic, and then uh, you keep listening. Okay. All right. Thank you, Oki. Okay. All right. Area code three six one seven seven nine. Pop. Hey, Scout. How you doing this evening? Uh, I'm doing just dandy. How are you doing? I can. I can tell. Well, tonight I'm mostly just listening in. I'm uh, in Shreveport, visiting with the family. We're playing cards, and uh, so. Uh, I couldn't do without my Appleseed radio, even <laughs> even during the family function. So uh, if it's okay, I'll just listen in and Yeah, and, but before, before you go, let me tell, let yeah. me tell uh, uh, Sally hi. Sally, hey, we miss you. And uh, <laughs> and you and <laughs> you and Pop are on the, our prayer board at church. You and your father and Pop uh, are on the uh, prayer board at church. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And uh, also, Pop, would you ask her to set up a Twitter account for you? I'll do that. I will. I've been listening about that. I don't have one, but I'll do it. Uh, yeah, get ready to set one up for it. you, and uh, and then be sure and uh, follow Appleseed Radio, and uh, we'll start building the the Appleseed Twitter uh, promotions network. And, All right. Uh, and what about the? <clears throat> were you able to talk to uh, the radio station or the TV station? I I sent. An email to my contact. I have two contacts. One is the station owner, and one is the producer at the TV station. Uh, I'll call them. I may call Fred, a uh, different Fred, uh, this evening when we get off the phone. Uh, but uh, I'll follow up on that again at least by tomorrow. Uh, the radio stuff, uh, I will follow up on that tomorrow. And Okay, uh, can you ask the TV guy uh, if he... If he minds if if we use his his spot on other in other areas, and if he does, fine, no problem. But if he doesn't, then we can export that as it is and just have a very quick and simple chop job and audio uh, to get it uh, on the air in other locations. Yes, he's already told me that uh, it, it's it's fine with him to use it anywhere. Great, oh, you guys, good. Okay. So, uh, all right, thanks, uh, Pop. I'm just going to mute the mic. I'm not going to hang up, so you can keep listening in. Hey, thank you. Good night, All Scout. Right. Okay. 
All right, if you called in uh, and either got bumped or uh, uh, or something, it looked like a lot of uh, folks on the lines just got uh, just got hung up on. Not by me. I don't know how. I don't know what happened. They just kind of all disappeared. But if you called in uh, and you still want to talk, then call right back, and we'll get you on the air uh, as rapidly as possible. Uh, the phone number is three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. And uh, Nick, if you'll keep uh, putting the thread up for the uh, about the radio stations so that uh, folks can be going to the uh, radio stations and uh, going to that thread, getting the radio station locator, and then finding the local radio stations that will let them on. Because I'm telling you, folks, it's not going to get easier than it is right now uh, to call in to a local AM talk radio station and get on the air. Now, I still have the offer... Uh, it's still valid for anybody that gets on the Rush Show or the Handy Show and gets the website out. Uh, I've got two rifles sitting uh, wrapped up uh, lovingly uh, in the safe uh, with your names on them. I've got a uh, uh, 1891 uh, Argentine Mauser, mint condition, collector's uh, uh, shape, uh, all matching numbers, all original. The only the only thing is uh, the uh, the coat of arms has been ground off. That had to be done, uh, I guess, uh, whenever it uh, whenever it left the armory. But other than that, it's in mint condition. Uh, and I've got a uh, uh, a Mark III, an infield Mark III, uh, same thing. All matching numbers, all. Excellent conditions. They've got the correct sling. Everything, uh, everything matches. All the numbers match. Everything, uh, and it's in mint condition. Uh, first person to get on Hannity or Rush, uh, you get your pick of the, of the either one of those. The next person uh, to get on Rush or Hannity gets the second one. Uh, I'll ship it straight to you. So uh, no charges, nothing involved. These are. These are great uh, firearms. As a matter of fact, you try and get uh, at least the Argentine. Uh, you know, you try and get it uh, anywhere. It's going to cost you eight, nine hundred bucks. Uh, it's a great rifle. I'm not saying that it would be great for apple seed, but uh, I love it. It's a beautiful rifle. Uh, it's one of the first rifles I ever owned. Not this particular one, but uh, the uh, the actions on the the uh, 1891. Uh, were just absolutely the smoothest, uh, the most, uh, I mean, you, you won't find a smoother action than you will on those, uh, on those rifles. Uh, this is a, uh, a low Berlin manufactured, uh, 18, I believe this particular rifle is manufactured in 1894. Uh, it's over a hundred, uh, over a hundred years old, still looks absolutely gorgeous. And uh, and is just waiting for somebody to collect it. <clears throat> All right. If you go to the uh, to the thread that uh, uh, that Nick has listed, you'll find the information there about that, and you'll find the information for the local 
radio stations. Okay, Dinky, welcome to the show. Dinky? Area code 513. Scout, you there? Yeah. This is Dry Fire, sir. Oh, Dry Fire. Okay, sorry. That's all right. That's all right. I thought that I I had read her her number in the chat a minute ago and that that's who I was supposed to be... uh, Supposed to be answering. Welcome no, to the show, Dry Fire. She keeps putting me up to it. She wants me to talk about uh, something we received this weekend at the shoot in Miamisburg. We, okay, uh, tell, tell me about it. We had an older gentleman that showed up at the range uh, Saturday morning. Um, I didn't get to speak with him much. Mean speaker spoke to him for the most part, but he presented us with two items. One was a old shooting jacket um, from the 1960s, had some 1960s patches on it and things like that, that he wanted to donate to the program to see a young shooter use because he believes so much in our program. He met, um, he said, a young man, which was either myself or Slim, at the Cincinnati Tea Party last year and heard about us and has, I guess, looked into the program so much so that he's just ecstatic with it. And that was his first attendance, right? As far as I know it was, the even better item he brought was a nice big chunk of walnut in the shape, rough shape of a rifle stock. And it was supposed to be a stock for a rifle of his, and he said that, you know, he had ended up getting something else, and so he wanted to present it to the instructors to have one of us turn it into a rifle that could be used at Appleseed. Okay. So Listen, let me, let me say that that, uh, let me bring that up real quick as one of the things that you guys can be doing. And that is, you can be asking for stuff. You can be asking for stuff from folks uh, for perks for the, uh, for the program. Uh, I know that uh, <clears throat> out in California, Bob210 has done a great job with this. <clears throat> he, uh, he talked to the guy who runs Cold Steel. Uh, he talked to uh, the guy who runs Front Sight. He got uh, uh, certificates for free weekends for Front Sight. He got a big box of brand-new cold steel knives. And how did he get these? He just asked. That's all he did. He just asked. And they gave it to him. Now, each and every one of you can be doing the same things in each of your areas. You can be just asking for some stuff, for some perks uh, to, uh, to give out at the Appleseed events. And folks will give them to you. Now, they may want you to, uh, to talk about their products or their company at the event. We, we don't have any qualms with that. Uh, but you can be asking for stuff and uh, getting folks to donate to stuff to you that you can use as perks at the events. Now, the other thing I want to bring up is that uh, Dry Fire said he met the guy and he talked to him a year ago. All right? It took a year for the guy to show up at an event. This is not uncommon at all. Uh, I've seen it take uh, one year, two years, three years. This is what the, the whole idea of apple seed is about. You're planting the seeds. You're planting the seeds for the folks that you talk to. Now, they may not show up at the event uh, the next weekend when you talk to them, but you put the name out in front of them, and then they hear about it uh, uh, online somewhere, and then they read about it in Fred's, and then something else. And then, finally, it all adds up, and the switch gets flipped on, and they show up at an event. That's what apple seeding is all about. So great job on that, Dry Fire. You know what else? Um, he actually 
he's a member of a local club, not Miamisburg, but Middletown, which is just down the road. And we've been trying to get into the Middletown club for a couple years now with no success. And apparently they've just had a change in uh, the club president. And this gentleman, he came out not to shoot, but simply to present us with the items and thank us for what we were doing. And then he told Mean Streaker that as soon as he was leaving the range after presenting it with us with the items and talking to us a little bit, he was headed straight over to the club to talk to the club president and get us a new venue. Well, there you go. I mean, something that we tried for years, and here is one individual that you made contact with a year ago, and it just pans out. I, I know Dinky and Mean Streaker like to hit on it all the time. You never know who you're talking about. It could be that one person that just takes that one person that can do immense things for the program. That's right, and that's what we're. That's what. That's what the program is all about. When we're planting those seeds and. You know, I talked to folks about this in the radio program. I talked to folks at Appleseeds about it. The whole idea came from Johnny Appleseed, right? He put the seeds out. But when he put the seeds out, he didn't sit there and, uh, and fuss over them. He didn't put the seeds in the ground so that at some point in the future he could have an apple tree that he could pluck the apples off of and eat the luxurious ripe apples and savor in the wondrous flavor with the juices uh, running down his chin. He put those apple seeds in the ground, and then he moved on, and he did it again and again and again. Not for him, but for those who would come after him. He did it until the end of his life. Now, certainly, somebody who's 60 or 70 putting a seed in the ground that's going to take uh, 15, 20 years to mature and, uh, and get the best fruit from, he's not looking for a quick payback. What we're doing is we're putting these seeds in to the ground. And you may never know that your word here or your word there or your elevator speech here or there did a good job or not. You may never know. But it's still your duty to do it. And uh, and those few times that you do get a return, that you do get some feedback, it's very, very rewarding. It is indeed. It is indeed. Well, I'll let you go on with the show. I just wanted to call in and uh let you know that that's something that was a little different, a little out of the ordinary, but it's definitely encouraging and nice to see that, you know, like you say, you plant a seed and you don't necessarily sit there and water it and nurture it, but lo and behold, it comes back later and it, it pays back those dividends. Right. Did you even remember him? I, no. We went down, I met Slim, it was before I had even been to an event. I had been on the forum for a little while and I had never even been to an apple seed yet, but I had read about the program. Um, met known mean streaker through Ohioans for Concealed Carry, and I went down to the event, helped Slim and Fireman Bill pass out flyers. There were 5,000 people down on Fountain Square that weekend in downtown Cincinnati, and we passed out a whole bunch of flyers. And so, you know, it was just that elevator speech. It's that 30-second little spiel um, that did it that was enough to pique his interest and get him to look more into it, and apparently... Uh, with his own research and his own reading was enough to get him, you know, interested in the program and supporting the program in the way that he has and did. Right. And listen, you guys key in on what just uh, on what the dry fire just said because it's a very important thing he just said. He hadn't even been to an apple seed event yet. Uh, he had just gotten uh, onto the forum, and he went out and he talked about apple seed, 
and a year later, he's reaping the rewards of that. You don't have to wait until you're a shoot boss. You can start today. I don't care if you've never even been to an apple seed. You can start today in spreading the word. Uh, you can be planting the seeds today that uh, you will be reaping in a year or two. So don't wait. Don't say that uh, I don't have the authority to do this because I, I'm not, I haven't been to an apple seed. I'm not an instructor. Uh, I'm not a red hat. I'm not a shoot boss. I've got to wait until I get up there before I can do any good because you just heard what Dry Fire said. He, he was not an instructor. He just, uh, he just said, hey, I'm going to go do this. I'm going to pass out some flyers. I'm going to tell folks about the program, and I'm going to see where it gets me. And a year later, he's starting to reap the rewards from that. Each and every one of you guys can do that. Uh, Dry Fire, are you on Twitter? I am not on Twitter. I, it's something I haven't done yet. I've got my Facebook page, and I actually, not that long ago, I just uh, put a message out to a friend that went to an Appleseed in Athens last year saying, hey, I might get on the radio show and stuff, and I post it up every now and then there. But uh, I don't have Twitter yet. Okay. Well, make that uh, make that one of your uh, priorities for this week if you can, is get uh, a Twitter account, uh, search for the Appleseed Radio uh, give me a follow on uh, Appleseed Radio, and then uh, we will begin building the Appleseed uh, Twitter promotions, uh, huge uh, promotions machine that way. Uh, while I've been talking, I see i got uh, one, two, three, four people who have either who signed on to Twitter or who, have, who are now following. So great job, guys. Uh, keep up, keep it up, and let's all get hooked together into one machine and start uh, working on getting the Appleseed brand recognition out because, uh, just like Dry Fire said, you know, it takes, it could take a year, it could take two years, but it's going to take an eternity if we don't start doing it now. If it's going to take a year, then we've got to get started today. We've got to start doing it today if we're going to reap the rewards in a year. This isn't a, uh, this isn't a, uh, a dash, a mad dash. This is a marathon, and uh, we want to start building it up block by block. And one of the ways we're going to do that is by using Twitter uh, to help us do it. And you guys that are on Facebook, uh, I'm hearing a bunch of stuff from Facebook too. So keep that up, uh, and uh, I will, I will go and try and resurrect my Facebook account. As much as I hate uh, technology and software, and uh, I will do that too. But make sure you guys get on the, that you set up your Twitter account. Uh, also, make sure that if you have an account at Blog Talk Radio while you're listening to the show and stuff, take a few seconds out and mark the show uh, as a favorite so that we get uh, the perks from that. Uh, even if you don't really much care for the show, go ahead and mark it as a favorite so that we get the, uh, the support from it. Dry Fire, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. You have a good evening. You too. Uh, bye. All right, Chris, are you you're on the air? Oh, hey, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. I'm just sitting here listening to the radio. I guess Oki Wino got on there and put out the news for us already, hasn't he? Yeah, he was on just a few minutes ago. Uh, how's your body good. healing up? Oh, pretty good. Uh, I've been out. The weather's been really nice the last couple of days, so I've been out shooting AQTs. The only problem I have is. That's sitting position, but other than that, I'm great. They're still, uh, like, doing cavity searches and stuff on you when you go through the airport? 
Oh, I take a train or a horse by now. I ain't messing around with an airplane for a while. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing better, and uh, you're still on the prayer board at church. And uh, well, it's fact, working. It. It's working. We had a special prayer session for you last Sunday, I believe, last Sunday evening. Uh, no wonder that motorcycle ride was so nice. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're healing up. And uh, is there anything that I can do for you? Oh, the other than that, though, I just the normal day to day. I just went to another gun show last weekend, and uh, I had people stopping me on the other side of the table, and the majority of them were wearing apple seed t-shirts, and I had yet to meet them. Some of them said they went to Texas. Some of them said they'd been to Arkansas, Kansas. I said, "Oh, don't forget about Oklahoma." They said, "Well, we'll be there." I was like, "Great." So we're probably going to have a walk on that first morning, like we had last year, where we had more people that walked on that was that was actually pre-registered. Right. Well, if there's anything that uh, that I can do for you, or that uh, or that you need from uh, uh, from the program, just uh, let us know, and be sure and say hey to uh, Sheriff Whittington for me. I will, sir. Send more red hats and green hats. That's what we need now. We're tired of the orange ones. <laughs> okay. Listen, do you have a Twitter account? Oh yes, sir. I'll get it there and get it all squared away. Okay. Okay, good. I know you got Facebook. And I know you got the YouTube uh, uh, stuff. I'm all, I'm all over the place out there. Yeah. You know, I, I've been on the internet long before I met the Appleseed Project, so it was just something that fit me. I mean, I like shooting my rifle, and you guys taught me how to do it well. Well, now I'm telling stories. Account, get the Twitter account and get uh, get let, uh, get hooked in with all the rest of us, so that we can uh, uh, so that we can. Uh, Keep building the Appleseed promotions on Twitter. Okay, so if you get a message at 3 in the morning, it's me. Okay. Okay, thank you, Chris. Okay. Uh, area code 817. You're on the air. 817-519, I believe. Oh, it's 617. Is that me? Oh, 617? Okay. Yep. Hey, what's up, Scout? This hey. is uh, this is Crack in uh, Massachusetts. Hey, Crack, uh, how I was you just, doing? I was, not bad. I was just listening to the car. I didn't know you were going to uh, call on me. <laughs> uh, I don't well, I'm, glad, I'm glad I did. So, for the folks that don't know, Crack is uh, is an instructor in New England, and he get he has the uh, the great honor of uh, driving back and forth past uh, all of the. Uh, uh, April 19th, 1775, uh, battlefields every day. Uh, and how are they looking? Uh, they're looking wet right now. I think we've got about eight inches of rain <laughs> on top of them. But uh, actually where I was this weekend was out in Saratoga, New York. Uh, had an uh, instructor boot camp out there. And uh, aside from, I mean, I'm, I'm just doing this off the cuff. I, I didn't really call a talk. <laughs> but uh, I guess aside from... The battlefields we have here, right right in my backyard, I'm betting a lot of people on the East Coast have battlefields going all up and down. And uh, if you got the chance to go out to one, uh, you could see some pretty special stuff going on. For instance, Saratoga was the turning point of the war. So we had 1775, uh, April 19th, all the stuff before that uh, got it started. 1776 was really bad. Uh, could have been lost many, many, many times. 
George Washington spent the whole year getting uh, tossed around New York and New Jersey. And uh, by the time 1777 rolled around, the British were pretty much set. Uh, they were well on their way to cutting off the New England states and turning the war into a big loss for us. They had two armies. General Howe was uh, on Long Island, New York, New Jersey. And uh, General Burgoyne was coming down from Canada, down the Hudson River, capturing every single fort along the way, until he got to Saratoga. And there at Saratoga stood uh, Daniel Morgan, Benedict Arnold, when he was still a good guy. Uh, who, who was our general? I can't remember off the top of our head who our general was. But the important part for riflemen is that one of Daniel Morgan's riflemen, a uh, man by the name of Timothy Murphy from Pennsylvania, should be celebrated all throughout America. You know, we say there weren't many rifles around on April 19th, but there were definitely on October 17th of 1777 where Tim Murphy, standing in a tree, made a 300-yard hit on British General Simon Fraser and uh, collapsed the whole British Army on that side of the field. And uh, after that victory... There was no more cutting off the New England states. There was uh, help from France. They saw we could finally win. Might be worth coming to help us out. That was a huge turning point in the war with one rifleman standing right at the tip of it. So that's something that the guys in New York, Saratoga, that area can be real proud of. But I bet that every single state that had anything to do with the Revolutionary War uh, or even people that moved out. I know Mississippi has some... Revolutionary War veterans that moved out there after the war. Uh, I'm sure they populated the whole country. Find a little local flavor for your shoot and uh, make the people at your shoot kind of connect even more with it, even if they're not from there. You know, if April 19th didn't happen in your backyard, I'm sure something else did. Well, so, yeah, and there there are there are battlefields uh, all across the uh, the eastern portion of the nation, all the way from, uh, you know, from the, the far north in Canada, all the way down uh, uh, through the uh, Carolinas and uh, even further. <clears throat> last, uh, well, year before last, you know, when I came to see you guys in uh, Vermont, yep, uh, I stopped at the Oriskany battlefield, and I actually wrote a, uh, a story about it uh, on the forum, The History of Call. I think I'd call it Ghost of New York, but the Battle of Oriskany was a was another turning point uh, in the war. You know, they were the uh, the regulars were coming from the north uh, to separate uh, uh, New England from the rest of the uh, the the, uh, the states, and they sent down three different armies, three different uh, uh, forces, and uh, in Oriskany uh, they were they were fought to a standstill. As they were trying to take Fort Stanwix, which held the uh, uh, the portage for the uh, uh, for all the folks, uh, the, the the one portion where you had to actually get out of land uh, whenever you were riding the river from uh, the Atlantic to uh, the Great Lakes, <coughs> and uh, the battlefield there was just absolutely amazing. I was the only one there at a Riskini battlefield at the time. Uh, and I'm telling you, as I was walking down 
through the slopes to the actual battlefield site. I'm telling you, the, the hair on the back of my neck was just standing on edge. I felt oh, definitely. definitely. I felt like any second I was going to get a a walnut-sized chunk of lead, you know, in my forehead. And uh, and then when I stood there and in the the ankle-deep water of the the creek that runs through it. Uh, the creek that actually it ran red with blood for over a mile uh, from all the men who'd been shot and fallen into it. The just a feeling that you get standing inside that history is just absolutely, uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, if any of you have a chance, it's well worth it to take those few minutes uh, to to go and actually experience uh, to visit uh, some of the locations, some of the historic locations uh, near to you. Yeah, and, and the same lessons that we teach about April 19th, they're pretty universal. Uh, you don't get, uh, you know, it's not a flash in the pan that uh, there was some pretty amazing performance on April 19th. Think about, you know, a guy didn't climb a tree and make a 300-yard hit by accident. He knew what he was about before he got there, you know. Or uh, a guy like Benedict Arnold, uh, you know, quarreling with his general because his name wasn't in a report about how wonderful he was, you know, another ego lesson. You know, do we really do we really need to be doing that stuff when we have much better things to worry about? And uh, I took eight IITs down there. Uh, I had two other instructors. And just asking them the simple question, you know, why should we never, ever forget what happened in this spot? Produced the most amazing answers. Uh, you know, it was just a joy. We spent all day Sunday there talking April 19th history, Saratoga history, all kinds of stuff relating it to today. It's just one of the best days ever. So if anybody gets a chance to do that, I highly recommend it. All right. All right, if you guys want to call in, you, uh, feel free to call in. Uh, the number is 347-308-8797. Do you have a... Uh, Twitter account, crack? I do, but I haven't used it. I'm more of a Facebook guy, and uh, someone uh, sadly put me on YouTube. <laughs> so they put you, you can, on YouTube? You, well, you can probably find me on YouTube, uh, given the six steps of firing a shot. And while, while we're on IBC Why land, uh, well, because uh, if someone, if you have your... Uh, speech down, right? And someone audio tapes you doing it, and then you listen back to your audio tape, you find a lot of things in there that you don't really want the whole world to hear about, right? So it's good to audio tape yourself and then listen to it and say, get all the ums and ahs and you knows and all that kind of garbage out of there. So I had already done that, and I think uh, a lot of that was out there. But the whole new world when someone videotapes you. <laughs> so oh, yeah. if you if you ever get a chance, have someone videotape you privately while you're giving an apple seed speech, and you'll get rid of a lot of bad habits. So that was the first time I was videotaped. So all my bad habits are on YouTube for the whole world to look at. But you know what? The 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 good it does is probably outweighing the embarrassment to me. So <laughs> I, I uh, had to leave it up there. Well, you know, the, the you brought up a great point that uh, the best way – uh, to see how you actually sound is to have somebody uh, videotape you or record you and yep. play it back and listen to it. 
the uh, the other way, and this is the way I used to perfect my uh, try and perfect my story or, or get it going, is uh, just by practicing it and rehearsing it in the car. You know, when I'm on drives, uh, is I sit there and I tell the story, and yep, and I you just tell it over and over, and you you, you know you get used to telling the story because the uh, First, you have to know the information, okay? So make sure that yep. you, you are familiar with the information. And then you just have to figure out how to tell it. And it's hard to do that up in front of folks, uh, especially if you're not really that comfortable with speaking to folks. And believe it or not, uh, when I first started, I was very, very uncomfortable speaking to folks about anything, let alone telling the story. Uh, and I'm still not really comfortable uh, with it all the time, other than I feel it's like uh, I feel it's like if my if my kid were out in the rain and stuck in the mud or something, uh, I don't care how uncomfortable it is. I'm going to walk out there. I'm going to dig them out of the mud and and get them back in. There's just there's no there's no other way around it. And yeah, the way that, the way I look at it is if if not me, then who? Right? If if I'm not out there doing this, then who's going to do it? So right. it's got to be me. Right. I posted, uh, I think I posted something about that today. I don't remember where, but uh, Ronald Reagan, that's uh, uh, one of the quotes from Ronald Reagan. He was qu- quoting uh, Hillel, the philosopher, and he said, uh, if not us, who? If not exactly. now, when? Yep. And that's the point. If we don't do it, who's going to? Who is better to do this than us? And if we don't do it now... When are we going to do it? Because Americans traditionally uh, have a history of only acting after it's too late, of only acting after the catastrophe, the the disaster has happened. Uh, Let's break that tradition, and let's do it before it's too late. Let's do it before the catastrophe comes. Yeah, I don't want a catastrophe. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, yeah. So the saying it in the car is great, but you know, a lot of the, the 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 bad habits I see would be people pacing around, digging a trench in the in the dirt while they're talking. <laughs> or uh, for myself, I couldn't believe how much I pulled on my shirt. It's a total nervous tick kind of thing. But and you know, once you see yourself doing it, that's the end of that. Uh, so videoing yourself during the presentation will bring out a bunch of stuff too. Well, I actually had uh, a little bit of a uh, a little bit of help as far as uh, my history because uh, uh, I I had several years of speech and uh, theater and uh, I did a lot of theater, a lot of film and television and stuff before uh, before I went back to ranching and uh, so I got to see all my bad habits over and over and. Uh, so, so a lot of those I, I kind of cleaned up, but that didn't still didn't make me a whole lot more comfortable with it. The only thing that's going to make you more comfortable is doing it. You do it yep. uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, twenty times, and you start uh, understanding that uh, that it will not kill you, that you will not die from it. And uh, and the other thing I tell folks about telling the story is that <clears throat> you're not standing in front of a hostile audience. You're standing yeah. in front of a group of people who want you to succeed. They want yep. to hear the story. They want you to succeed. Uh, 
they are 100% behind you. So unless yep. you unless you glaringly point out some mistake you made, number one, they're never going to know. And uh, number two, they're not going to care about it. They just want to know from your lips that the story is important enough to you that you're going to tell it in a in a fashion that makes it important to them. Because if it's not important to you, there's no way it's going to be important to them. Yeah. But hey, it's fun too telling it. Who doesn't like? Who doesn't look at like their uncle that tells stories all day and think that guy's not having fun or something like that? You know, that can be you. Tell it to every American you can find. That's right. And uh, earlier, Jules was talking about uh, about making the story personal, and yep, and that is uh, that is a very important thing to do too. And when you do that. You just go through the, the stories. You find the ones that resonate in your heart, in your soul, and you tell the stories uh, in that path. You make yourself a trail from story to story, and there are hundreds of them out there. So you can patchwork them together in order yep. to find the correct story that still tells uh, about all the events that need to be told and is personal to you. Uh, just like what she was talking about, whenever I tell the story of Hezekiah Wyman, I'm telling you, it, it, it's a very uh, it's a very strange day indeed if I can get through that story because yep. I put myself in those shoes. I have five little girls. I try and think of if I were standing in my kitchen with my wife and my kids were sick, and I told my wife in my mind, I'm thinking this is this is so important to me. This is so important to me and to my nation, to my family, that I'm willing to spend my life on it. And yep. for me to look at my wife and say, honey, take care of the kids for me. Because in my yep. mind, I know I won't be back. I know I'll never see them again. That is a hard thing for me to say. That was a hard thing for him to say, and yet he said it, and he did it. Yeah, and he was only 30 years old. That's what always gets me about Isaac Davis. He was only 30 years old. That was it, you know? Right. He wasn't, he hadn't been, uh, you know, probably a lot of the guys with him were older than him, and the, and he had to lead those guys. The guy that always gets me is Dr. Prescott. You know, I'm I'm probably around the same age as him, too. And, uh, you know, to just totally interrupt a life based on a guy who's you've never seen before walking up to you, giving you this pretty bad pickup line, hey, you look like a high son of liberty to me, and then launching yourself into the unknown. You know, it right. doesn't really and, end well for him. And he knew, here's the thing, yeah. he knew what he was taking a chance on doing. He knew yep. that he was taking a chance on spending his life, giving his life for this. We're not asking uh, the Appleseed folks to do that. What we're asking them to do is to spend a weekend doing something they enjoy, shooting their rifles, learning to become the masters of their rifles, listening to the history of our nation. And it is an exciting history. You want to find yep. the, the most romantic stories, the most exciting uh, events. You will find it in these stories. We're asking them to spend time with the best uh, folks their nation has to offer and then to go home and spread that message. That's all we're asking you to do. We're not asking you to say, honey, Take care of the kids for me, because 
I don't know that I'll ever be back here again and spend my life on that. We're asking you to take the easy road. I'm telling you right yeah. now, if the folks in 1775 had had the choices that we do, uh, choice one, uh, stand together in ranks against the, the mightiest army on the face of the earth with no guarantee that you would make it through it, with no, yeah. with no 911, no hospitals, uh, no uh, uh, medical evacuation, uh, no life flight, or go to an Appleseed event, uh, learn yeah. how to shoot your rifle, uh, listen to the story of American patriots, and then spread that story. Uh, I think that they would pick uh, option B every time. Yeah, even more amazing is that they sacrificed everything they had for a completely unproven concept of independence from Great Britain. They didn't know how it would be. And we, lazy on our couches, already are taken for granted on a proven concept of America, the greatest nation on earth. We all know it. We all know it already, you know. And and for us to just lose it from apathy and laziness and and – Oh, it's just disgusting, you know. So we we already know how great it is. They they right. didn't even know. They were just it was a roll of the dice whether they succeed, and another roll of the dice even if they did succeed, whether it would be worth all the trouble or not. Because I'll tell you, most countries, even if they win their revolutions, don't end up with something better than they used to have. They're exactly right, and that's the point. I don't think a lot of people understand or realize when they think back. When you think back on the folks who stood together on Lexington Green at the North Bridge in Concord and along Battle Road, we look at it from the perspective of knowing that they were going to win, that knowing that yep. the revolution would turn out in their favor. Listen, guys, these folks who stood together on Lexington Green that morning, they had no idea how it would turn out. Matter of fact, there was a good chance it was going to turn out disastrous for them. They were facing yep. the mightiest nation on the face of the earth. Even more, even later, in, 19, in 1776, when they decided to uh, continue on, to stay in the battle, after they had been beaten over and over and over again, and yet they stayed in. They said, we're going to stay in. We're going to fight. Not a whole lot of them, uh, approximately 2,500 men. <clears throat> and it's been ri- these guys have been written about over and over, uh, with, the, with the story being that never in history have so few men have the 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 events, the outcome uh, of the of the whole world been shaped by so few men in such a short time? Yep. They didn't know how this was going to turn out, and yet they they did it anyway. Now we're yep. telling you guys, we, you know how it's going to turn out. You know how this is going to turn out. I can tell you right now that if you do what we ask you to do. If you come to an Appleseed event, if you bring four people with you, five people with you, whenever you come to the event, that this is going to turn out in our favor. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. Yeah, talking about, you know, some of the other countries that that went along the same lines and, and kind of went off into a, a terrible path. You have France, right? Places like France, even with some of the same people. You know, uh, Thomas Jefferson was there. Ben Franklin was there. They had their revolution took a real ugly turn. You have a place like Poland. Uh, Thaddeus Kosciuszko, one of the guys who built up all the fences here. He's, he's, he's huge over here. He came all the way from Poland to help us win our liberty, built West Point, built the defenses of Saratoga, goes home, 
convinces his king that liberty's a good idea. There was another faction of Poles that thought, man, what a stupid king to give out away all those liberties. He must be so weak we need to take over this country. They started a civil war. So liberty Poles versus, you know, monarch Poles. And you right. know who won that revolution? Russia. Russia came in and killed all of them, white Poland off the map for 150 years. These things have never ended the same way that ours did. And for us to throw it away be the worst tragedy in the history of uh, – in, in history. Be it. You might never see one of these again. Well, we're getting uh, we're getting right to yeah. Everything you're saying is right on the money, and uh, and you know I was up in your neck of the woods last year, uh, last summer, and yep. uh, and we had a great time. We went to uh, we went to all the sites that we could go to. We went to uh, uh, Lexington Green. Went to the uh, North Bridge and Concord. We walked along the Battle Road. Uh, matter of fact, I think I told you this that I was uh, I was at the site in Lexington Green, and I was getting some dirt to bring home. And uh, I actually went there to the you know to the fenced-in grave area. And uh, I'm I'm afraid even of saying this, I'm going to get charged by the Parks and Wildlife. But I. Uh, I reached through the fence, and I was getting some dirt, just some loose soil from the top to bring back. And uh, when I scratched through the dirt, uh, the grass was kind of growing up and uh, pretty tall right there inside there. When I scratched through the, the grass and the dirt, I dug into a pile of coins. Yep. And uh, that scared the heck out of me because uh, <laughs> I said, any second now, a park ranger is going to see this. I'm going to be accused of stealing coins from the graves of the uh, of the patriots here. I said, uh, I'll never live that one down. And I immediately, I mean, I got up as quick as I could and got out of there. But, uh, you know, I did manage to grab a handful of soil. And uh, I even had my wife and kids working on this, getting the loose soil. Because you can't just take a shovel and dig. Uh, but you could kind of gather up loose soil from Lexington Green and, you know, we all put it in uh, in the granola bags and stuff that we had and uh, brought it back. And I brought back water from the North Bridge, too. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, you would not be the first apple seeder to bring back uh, relics. <laughs> Fred, I remember Fred, the, the biggest smile I've ever seen on him when he was walking around. This is a rock from the bloody angle. Can you believe this? I got a rock from the br- bloody angle. And then uh, Kool-Aid from California came down. Him and Hollywood Marine were carrying logs out of there. <laughs> out from the, uh, <laughs> they couldn't figure out how to bring them back on the plane, so I'm saving them for posterity, I guess, in my backyard. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm surprised right. there'll be anything left once we get apple seed going. 300 million strong, all coming down there, taking a little piece of it. <laughs> yeah, so I have to be shipping in some dirt. Well, listen, crack. Thank you very much for uh, for oh, calling it's been in. Awesome talking to you. And uh I will uh I'll see you when I see you. You take yep. care of yourself and uh and be sure and be on this next uh Tuesday evening. Uh listen everybody right. uh we want to thank everybody for who called in, uh who was on the online chat and we want to make sure that everybody uh, remembers that this next Tuesday night is gonna be the third strike 
of the virtual muster night. We'd like everybody uh, to show up to make sure that you're on the forum at 8 o'clock to, uh, to get counted in. And uh, be sure and check the forum, the promotions thread, uh, starting tomorrow for uh, all the clues about uh, what we've been doing. Thank you, everybody, for, uh, for calling in and listening in. We'll see you again Tuesday, this next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central. God bless all.